Transmitter device activated. Coordinate set for Earth 2. Welcome to the Earth 2 podcast, the show that charts the development of the pre-crisis DC Comics multiverse and the legacy of the Golden Age characters through the Silver and Bronze Ages of comics. I'm Logan McFarlane. And I'm David Steele. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. We are doing our best to get back to normal this week. Logan, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> I've never joined you while actually recording before. I know. Exciting. So yes, Peter is still under the weather, listeners. He still has the laryngitis. He's sat with his feet up as we speak. Hopefully taking it easy and not working too hard or stressing out or anything. So following on from last week where we gave you the omnibus edition of last year's Seven Soldiers epic. Peter had the idea, so he's with us in spirit very much this week, Peter had the idea that we could do a couple of stories that featured a couple of the historical personages that the various heroes encountered whilst they were rescuing the Seven Soldiers. Quite a good idea. Yeah, sounds good to me. It's better than another repeat. Exactly. So if you remember, cast your mind back, listeners, one of the historical personages who, actually when I think about it, was that's the end of the story, but it was mentioned, was Robin Hood. And obviously Robin Hood was the inspiration for Green Arrow. Guy in green, bone arrow, all yeah. that stuff. So in his in his sick bed, Peter has done some digging around and found that Green Arrow and Speedy encountered Robin Hood in a story published in issue 82 of More Fun Comics, which was released on the 19th of June 1942, the day after both Paul McCartney and my mother's first birthdays. So that's quite interesting. That is <laughs> so, very interesting. So Mama Steele was a day and a, a year and a day old when this comic was published, to give you some context. Robin Hood himself has obviously quite a long legacy, quite a long story history, if you like. We're not going to go into that, but we'll go into some aspects of it a little bit later on. But without any further ado, we turn to our pristine copies of More Fun Comics issue 82, and I suppose we'd better tell you about the cover. Peter normally does that, of course, but I'll do it I'll do it this time, or we can maybe both do it. It looks as though Roy and Oliver are outside a castle, or at least a big old-fashioned building, and there's a man shooting a machine gun at them, but as Roy leaps forward to tackle him, Green Arrow fires an arrow down the barrel of the guy's gun. That's quite exciting. And there's a caption that reads, Green Arrow and Speedy plunge back through the mists of time to Sherwood Forests and Robin Hood's revenge. Exciting. The Revenge of Robin Hood was an episode of the, the old 60s Time Tunnel TV series I seem to remember. Anyway, our opening splash panel with a massive Green Arrow logo. And we see Green Arrow standing shaking hands with Robin Hood. What looks like Friar Tuck standing beside him. There's another chap dressed in blue with a bow and arrow over his back and a sword at his side. There's another chap who's shot a deer or something walking in from the left. Speedy is perched on top of a rock with another chap who seems to be cheering. They all seem to be celebrating. Yeah. There's a little waterfall going on. Lots of rocks. A caption reads, Bowstrings twang in Sherwood Forest and the fierce song of the feathered shaft startles grazing deer as Robin Hood and his merry outlaws puncture the puffed up pride of Robber barons who oppress the poor and helpless. Into this stirring medieval scene, a fantastic trick of fate plunges those wizard archers of our time, the Green Arrow and his young pal Speedy, to strike mightily against injustice and treachery for the life of one of history's best-loved heroes in the amazing adventure of... Robin Hood's Revenge! Tremendous. So, we begin story properly. Captioned to the first panel reads, The Green Arrow goes to town and exit... A gang of crooks. So the first panel's very exciting. It's obviously a laboratory somewhere we can see glass dials and equipment on benches. And Green Arrow is swinging in on a line and knocking some of this equipment over. But he's also disturbing the aim of a man in a blue suit who is a firing machine gun. As he swings in, Green Arrow says, 
Professor Worm's crime days are over. He won't make any more of his insanity pills in this laboratory. As he kicks all this equipment over, a jar lands on the head of the man in the blue suit via the machine gun who says, Now you're driving me crazy! Caption for panel two reads, And young Speedy joins in. He draws a bead on a light globe, fires, and... Yes, we see the light globe overhead, shatter, fall down, and land on the head of another goon who has a check cap and a striped shirt under his jacket. And as the globe collides with a guy, Roy says, Feeling light-headed, chum? Who chewed that pineapple? Says the guy, which is a shame. But anyway, caption for the next panel. The gunmen disposed of. The wonder shaftsmen charge the office of Professor Worm, criminal chemist. And we see Professor Worm, who's basically, kind of looks like your dad if he didn't shave his head for a couple of weeks, doesn't he? Yeah, and he has a more tapered beard. Yeah, big long beard that points out and he's got sort of tufty hair and little round glasses. He's hiding under a desk. Basically, he's wearing yellow smock as well. Green Arrow's standing looking down at him saying, Time for the worm to turn into a jailbird. And the professor says, But I only took to crime to get money for my time pills. This prompts Speedy to say, Time pills and insanity pills. Two of a kind. Minutes later, a policeman has arrived. Probably some other policemen. We can see the goons and the professor all handcuffed together in the background. Green Arrow is saying, Worm gave people pills to make them insane, then extorted money from their families to make them sane again. To which the policeman says, We've been after him for a long time. Thanks, Green Arrow. Another slow dissolve. The caption for the next panel. Following their custom, the crime smashers select a trophy to commemorate their most recent adventure. And we see Green Arrow lifting a little tub of pills off of a shelf. And he's saying, this is obviously where <laughs> Roy got his bad habits. That's where Roy, that's where Roy turned into a junkie. Yeah. Oliver's looking at this little, I'm miming it for the benefit of our YouTube viewers, this little plastic tub, and he's saying, hmm... So this is the great discovery that made him think he was justified in turning to crime. Let's see, G.A. The next panel is a close-up of this little bottle of pills, and we can read the label on it that reads, Time Pills, Q916, ingredients harmless, but have power to dispel the illusion of time and let the user enter into the past. Interesting. Another slow dissolve. Caption for the final panel, page 2, reads, And so, in the trophy room of Oliver Queen and Roy Harper... Bold comrades in combat. We see Green Arrow standing for an open display case. We can see guns and a, what looks like a gas mask and some other things. That a set of handcuffs. Lots of different guns. A couple of boxes and stuff. Green Arrow is putting a little jar of time pills onto the shelf. And he does this, he says, It's the first medicine bottle to go on these shelves, Speedy. Looks harmless enough, doesn't it? Says Roy, stroking his chin. But there's another caption that rounds out this page that reads, But you can't go by looks, Speedy. You know what curiosity did to the cat. And already, you're more curious about those harmless pills than you'd like to admit. This is, this is, the, <laughs> this is the setup for Roy becoming a junkie. This is insane. This should be getting republished with GL85 and 86 in a special limited edition anti-drugs omnibus. Anyway, caption for the first panel on page three reads, Left alone, Speedy's imagination operates at fever pitch. And we see Roy, well actually this point of view for this shot is actually as if we're on the shelf inside the trophy cabinet yeah. looking out and we can see I don't know what that it's is it's like a wee money bag yeah it could be like a wee purse or something yeah and the jar of pills two pills left inside it and it almost looks like they're glowing and we can see through the glass that Speedy standing rubbing his chin and thinking probably there's nothing to it probably just another one of Professor Worm's money making rackets and then in the next panel, Roy has opened the cabinet and taken out the tub of pills. Oh no! Oh, he's a junkie yeah. now. He's That's looking at them. the downfall. He's looking at them and thinking, but wouldn't it be swell to go adventuring in the past? 
A fellow could discover America with Columbus and practice archery with real Indians. Panel three of page three. He's put the jar back on the, the shelf. We can see it. Good shot of the gas mask. I wonder if they... in his hand. I can also see a couple of pistols and a knife sort of stuck in the side. So there must have quite a few adventures at this point. But yes, Logan says, Speedy has a pill in his hand between two fingers and he's thinking, The label says it won't hurt me. If I got a glass of water and swallowed it, at least I'd know. Uh-oh. In the next panel, we can see that Roy has moved to another room. We can see a dripping tap. There's a upturned glass on the counter in front of him. And he had another glass in his right hand. Off camera, a voice cries, What are you doing in the kitchen, Speedy? There, it's down. Nothing, Oliver. It's, I, I feel a little sick. I'm getting dizzy. Help, GA. He drops his glass. The caption for the next panel reads, The next instant... And Green Arrow arrives in the kitchen to see broken glass on the floor, spilled water, and no sign of Speedy. And Green Arrow says, Speedy, what's the matter? Where are you? Hmm. Glass broken? Doors and windows closed? And a slow dissolve in the caption for the next panel reads, Where is Speedy? That's exactly what Speedy himself would like to know. And we see Speedy leaning against a tree in the open air, rubbing his head and saying, Never mind, Oliver. I'm... All right. Huh? Why, I'm somewhere else. But, but where? And he looks around, looks beyond. You can see some more trees. And there's some more people on horseback, some other men on foot, approaching him. Shields his eyes from the sun almost and says, Someone's coming. They look funny. But maybe they can tell me where I am. And how I can get home. Caption for the next panel then reads, But before the lad can so much as ask directions, Men on horseback and their armoured guards, all carrying spears which are all pointing at Speedy, have arrived. Now, try and describe them. There's one chap wearing a sort of orange tunic, a big hat with a big red feather. There's another guy with a neat moustache, neat beard. He looks like he's always got a sort of helmet on, and he has a cape. We may as well tell you who they are. The guy in orange is the Sheriff of Nottingham, and we think the guy with the helmet is Guy of Gisborne. So, from his possession on horseback then, the Sheriff of Nottingham says to his guards, Seize the stripling! His garments proclaim him to be one of Robin Hood's knaves. To which Speedy says, Robin Hood? And these pills aren't phony. The caption of the first panel of page four reads, What curiosity did to the cat is just what the cruel sheriff of Nottingham is about to do to Speedy. And in God, things have moved on in this panel. One of the guards has got Roy's hands behind his back. They've put a noose around his neck. Arms <laughs> standing next to a tree. Speedy says, But I don't know Robin Hood. You have no right to lynch me. To which the sheriff says, Lynch? Lynch, a strange word. Tighten your noose, soldier. Caption for the next panel then reads, Strong arms draw the rope taut, only to relax and panic, as the blast of a hunting horn echoes through the forest. And this one is when we see one of the armed guys, who's a sort of white tunic-type armoured vest on, a little purple sort of hood and also neat beard, he says to Guy of Gisborne, Sir Guy, it is the horn of Robin Hood. Robin has no love for me, since I seized his land and put a price upon his head. Caption for the next panel reads, A pointed shaft snarls like an angry hornet, and an arrow flies in with a green feather, interesting, and severs the rope that was holding Roy. Thank goodness for that. Speedy cries, I've always heard that Robin aimed a mean arrow, and now I know it. Yep, thank goodness for that. Caption for the next panel reads, To be followed a second later by the lithe figure clad in dubled and hose of Lincoln Green. Robin Hood. And we see indeed that Robin Hood has arrived looking very much like Errol Flynn. Classically in the films, he has a knife in his hand, he's cut the rest of the rope away from Speedy and he says, Hanging lads of tender years is your newest sport, is it? 
I shall teach you better manners. To which Speedy says, Robin Hood himself! It's like a dream come true! The next panel, Robin stands with his sword drawn as two men on horseback ride towards him. One guy in a blue cape, confusingly looking a bit like Guy of Gisborne, but we don't think he is Guy of Gisborne, but he has a similar white armoured vest on, cries, Ah! Robin Hood is alone, and will fall an easy prey to my sword. Sheriff of Nottingham cries, Charge them, soldiers! Robin says, If you were not girded in armour, caitiff, I would silence your brains. The caption for the next panel reads, An arrow from the young archer's bow reduces the odds. And we see Speedy firing his bow at the armoured guy who was speaking to Gav Gisborne earlier on. This is all very confusing, listeners. Get your copy of More Fun Comics 82 and see what you think. Roy fires an arrow into the guy's shoulder, which kind of pins his jacket against the tree. Speedy says, That ought to keep you quiet for a while. The guy replies, saying, A strange youth! At this range he might have killed me! Yet he did not! Catch the next panel reads, Overwhelming numbers make the plight of the defenders desperate. The defenders, of course, being the, the Marvel superhero team of the 70s which obviously drowned Doctor Strange and the Hulk, but we'll talk about them in another episode. Yeah, so this looks like Guy of Gisborne is wearing down towards Robin in the final panel of page four, as Robin says, Brave lad, I fear this is an evil day for us. To which Speedy says, If only we had room to use our bows. First panel of page five. Suddenly, we have switched back to the present day. We're back with Green Arrow. The captioning reads, Across a span of seven and a half centuries, Oliver Queen, better known as the Green Arrow, solves a mystery. Green Arrow standing in front of the trophy cabinet. Door is open. He's holding a little tub of pill. Pill singular because there's only one left in his hand and saying, So that's it. I thought he'd have more sense. Well, there's only one thing to do. The caption for the next panel reads, A violent spasm racks the Green Arrow as he swallows the pill. His brain wheels. And then... Green Arrow is standing amongst the trees. He's no longer standing in front of his trophy cabinet at home. He puts a hand up to his head and says, What a wallop that stuff packs. But Speedy... I found him, and just in time. He draws his own bow and arrow in the next panel, saying, Six against two, three counting myself. This calls for an arrow line. We can see that he has a rope attached to the arrow that he fires. In the next panel, we're back with Robin and Roy. Robin is dueling swords with a guy on horseback. Robin says, Ye strike wildly, false knight. Aye, but I shall strike again and again. And in the foreground of the panel, Roy is knocking another armoured guard over by striking him in the face with his bow, and he says, Can't keep this up much longer. The caption of the next panel reads, Suddenly, a green arrow swings in on the line that he's fired, saying, Time to get down to earth, you in the tin pants. And with that, he kicks what we think is Guy of Gisborne off his horse, knocking his helmet off, and he goes flying as Robin Hood watches. In the next panel, green arrow has landed on his feet and joins Speedy, punching and knocking out a few of the armoured guards, the remaining armoured guards. Green arrow saying, Five knuckles against two chins evens the odds. And Speedy says in the background, G.A., remind me to say thank you when I get the time. Caption then for the next panel. Final panel of this page reads, As the sheriff's men rally for a new attack. Yes, we see the sheriff not in the foreground. And he's saying, It is but another country bumpkin with a bow which we cannot use at close quarters. Have at them. But Robin shakes a fist at him, saying, Aye, come running. This time the tale will be different. Green Arrow, drawing another arrow in his bow, says, there's more than one way to use a bow. The caption for the first panel, page six, reads, Swinging the helmet on the end of the arrow line, the green arrow meets the attackers. One by one, he brings them down. Now, it's not very clear, but in the final panel of the previous page, there was a helmet lying on the ground, so green arrow's obviously attached the line to that. And he's swinging it round, and we see it colliding with one guy on horseback, probably knocking him out. Horse doesn't look too happy about it, but as this is going on, green arrow's saying, You dropped your hat. 
Or rather, your head dropped you. Panel 2 is captioned. The Master Shaftsman's methods are too much for the men in armour. Yes, they seem to have legged it. Because Robin Hood is waving his sword and smiling and saying, Ho ho! See the wide-livered violets flee as if the evil one rode at their backs. In the background while this is happening, Green Arrow says to his pal, Who's he, Speedy? Gee, you'd never guess. Robin turns to Green Arrow in the next panel, saying, My heartiest thanks. I am Robin Hood, faithful servant of King Richard the Lionhearted, and a foe of all such as Sir Guy of Gisborne and the rascally Sheriff of Nottingham. Green Arrow replies, Robin Hood? Then we're in 12th century England. In the next panel, Robin is walking off, and you see he's put a deer over his shoulders. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Robin is saying, Had I not wandered from my merry men to hunt the king's deer, the lad would have been food for the ravens. To which Roy says, That's right. He wanted to lynch me. Serves you right, Speedy. Oh, it's a bit harsh. Now, there's a bit of a slow dissolve here. The caption for the next panel reads, At Robin's trysting tree, deep in the heart of the green wood, you see Robin, and Roy, and Oliver, and they're joined by a very tall man in blue, who's a very large jaw, kind of long brown hair, big feather in his cap, and also the returned figure of a monk. Interesting. Robin is saying, Venison for our supper, jolly yeoman, and friends to help us to eat it. And the tall man in blue says, They call me Little John, but me thinks we should dub you Mighty Midget. Green Arrow shake hands with the monk, saying, I know you, you're Friar Tuck. In the next panel, a lady in a red outfit with a little headband around her napper has arrived. Robin Hood suddenly looks like David Nevin, which distracts me. But Robin Hood is saying, And this is my lady, the Maid Marian. We are betrothed. To which Marian says, I shall always be grateful to you who saved my Robin. To which Speedy says, You're forgetting. He saved me first. Caption for the next panel, after a slow dissolve, reads, Later, the leader of the forest band demonstrates his skill with the longbow. And we can see that an arrow has been fired through the trunk of a tree. Just recently, it's still quivering. Robin Hood says, A fair enough shot. Mayhap I can partly repay you by teaching you marksmanship. Which Green Arrow says, We're always willing to learn. Eh, Speedy? I wonder if I can come close. And that brings us to the top of page 7. The caption there reads, Speedy takes quick aim at the sapling. And indeed, he fires. Roy's arrow splits the one that's already been fired into the tree trunk. Robin Hood is stunned as he says, by my faith, boy, I can teach you nothing. Which Green Arrow then says, Let's see if I'm out of practice. The caption for the next panel reads, A moment later, and once again, Green Arrow's arrow splits the one that Roy has already split. Speedy looks delighted as he cries, Right in the groove, G.A. To which Robin Hood says, In the groove? <laughs> I know not what you mean, lad, but such archery as this I've never before witnessed. You must join my band. Robin Hood's got banned. Yeah, so Robin much. Hood's band-supported menswear at King Tots in 1995. Anyway, Speedy says in the next panel, Join with you? That would be swell. But I've heard that you rob people and... A false tale spun by such rogues as those who would have hanged you. I but force the real robbers of the poor to share their spoils with their victims. My men have sworn an oath to do no mischief to poor men, honest yeomen or courteous knights, but to defend the weak and the poor. And off-camera, Green Arrow says... Robin Hood, that's an oath we can take too. We're with you, as long as we stay in these parts. A slow dissolve. Caption of the next panel reads, The kindly outlaws prepare a feast. And this is a great panel, which hopefully will make it onto the socials, as Speedy and Green Arrow stand watching as Friar Tuck is roasting that dead deer on a spit over an open fire. Speedy is saying, 
Um, smell that venison. Wish we had some hot Mickeys to go with it. To which Friar Tuck says, Hot Mickeys? And Green Arrow says, He means roasted potatoes. Hot Mickeys? Uh, is that a euphemism? For drugs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Roy wants some more drugs. The final panel of page seven is captioned. And as warm dusk steals over Shorewood Forest, we see the whole bunch of the Merry Men all sat around. There's a couple of people we haven't seen yet, but we can see Little John and Friar Talk and Robin himself, and they're all singing. Under, Under the Greenwood green tree. tree. And as all this is going on, Speedy and Green Arrow are sitting a little further apart. Their backs to us, and Speedy says, You're not sore about what I did, are you, G.A.? It's the most pleasant adventure we've ever had, but... How and when do we return to the 20th century? And our caption rounds out page 7, reading, A pleasant adventure indeed so far, but let us not forget the greedy and powerful men who hate Robin Hood and all that he stands for, who at this very moment are plotting evil deeds behind the grim walls of feudal castles at the edge of the peaceful wild wood. And as slow as all, we arrive at the top of page 8. Next morning, as the 20th century pair strolls through the leafy glades, we see Green Arrow and Speedy parting some bushes, and they can see in front of a castle, one chap laying down on the ground, looks like there's blood all over him, and what looks like a an older couple standing beside him. As they see this, Speedy says, Sir Guy's castle, and it looks like someone's hurt. Robin Hood went somewhere before we were up. I hope he hasn't gotten into trouble. In the next panel, as Green Arrow and Speedy move forward, Green Arrow realises, This boy's been killed! These are his parents! And Roy looks around behind them, sees another figure approaching and says, Careful! Here comes Sir Guy, the hangman! And Guy of Gisborne emerges from the woods, saying, Aye, and I would gladly hang Robin Hood for this wanton deed. Guy of Gisborne crosses to the parents of the dead boy in the next panel, as Green Arrow says, You say Robin Hood killed him? I don't believe it! Guy says, And without reason, is it not so, old one? The old man says, T'was Robin Hood, none other, who slew my son. Grinaro looks sceptical in the next panel, saying, If this is true, then Robin Hood is a dangerous criminal. No, not Robin Hood, says Speedy, to which Guy replies, Ah, lad, his smooth talk hath deceived thee too. Camera pulls out for a wider shot in the next panel. You see the father of the dead boy kneeling down beside him as Guy continues, saying, you could gain 500 gold crowns by capturing Robin Hood for us. Forget it, says Green Arrow. We never take money for doing what's right. Come along, Speedy. They make their way off through the forest. Roy, with hand bent his back, looking thoughtful, says, Look, Green Arrow, we're not going after Robin, are we? We've made it our life's work to turn guilty people over to the law, Speedy. And I'd make it my business to see that he gets a fair trial and be acquitted if he's innocent. To which Roy says, they were going to hang me without any trial, and would have if Robin hadn't came along. When we arrive at the final panel of page 8, a caption reads, The words of the slain youth's parents overshadow the Green Arrow's faith in Robin Hood, and, later, Robin greets Ollie and Roy, saying, How now, friends? Which Ollie points at him, saying, Perhaps you won't call me friend much longer. A youth was killed near the castle, and his father says you did it. Do you believe this base slander? I don't know, but I'm going to take you to the castle and risk my life if it is necessary to see that you get an honest hearing. Robin takes his quiver of arrows off his back in the next panel, saying, Friend, I have a proposition. Let us fight without weapons. If I defeat you, I go free. But if you are the victor, you may deliver me to my enemies. Which Green Arrow replies, I'll take you up on that. The caption for the next panel then reads, 
And so, in the heart of the forest, begins a battle of bowmen. And we can see that um, Robin and Ollie are both taps off. Taps off. Yep. Got shirts off. Speedy's watching them square up to each other, and he thinks, For the first time in my life, I hope Green Arrow gets a licking. A mighty lunge, and first honours go to Robin Hood. Yep. Robin gets stuck in straight away, punching Oliver in the stomach. Robin saying, How do you like that, stout fellow? Not very well, says Green Arrow. The next panel, even better, Robin flips Green Arrow over his shoulders, saying, You disappoint me. I had hoped for better sport. And as he collides with the ground, Green Arrow says, Robin, you've got what it takes. But then he's back up on his feet in the next panel, punching Robin himself, saying, But can you take what I've got? Robin falls backwards, saying, Methinks I spoke too soon. And he's down on the ground in the final panel of page nine, saying, Hold! No man can stand such a battering. Let be while I still have the strength to face my accusers. And an excited Speedy shouts from the side, Don't quit, Robin. Get up and lick him. On a slow dissolve, top of page 10, the caption for the first panel reads, It is a sad procession that returns to the castle. And we see with Speedy walking in front, Green Arrow and Robin Hood bringing up the rear. Robin is saying, If I ever return to the Greenwood, you must teach me to be more skillful with my fists. Green Arrow replies, I wish someone had given you boxing lessons earlier. As they pass under the portcullis, a couple of armed guards are there. One of them leads Robin off. Robin dismisses him, saying, Touch me not, oaf. I shall walk by myself. And it looks like Guy of Gisborne is waiting. As Roy watches Robin being laid off, Green Arrow says to Guy, Remember, I'm going to attend the trial. Of course. Be here tomorrow. And a slow dissolve. Capture panel three reads, as the day wears on, the spirits of the heroes do not improve. We can see a nice silhouetted shot of Green Arrow leaning against the tree, Speedy beside him. Green Arrow saying, It was my duty, and yet I can't help distrusting the sheriff and Guy of Grisborne. I wonder if they'll give Robin a fair trial. This is a swell time to admit it. Boy's not happy. The caption for the next panel then reads, Suddenly, and Little John, Maid Marion, and Friar Tuck have arrived on the scene. Maid Marion says, Thank goodness we found you! Friar Tuck is saying, We have need of your straight flying arrows. Robin is about to be slain. What's this? exclaims Oliver. Slain? A nice close-up shot Friar Tuck and Little John and Maid Marion is. In the next panels, the Friar says, Who just passed the castle? And Robin was bound to the beam behind the battlements. Maid Marion says, Aye, and there were men with spears and bows about to use him as a target. In the next panel, Roy exclaims, It's all our fault. Friar Tuck says, What? He betrayed our Robin and those fiends. No, he didn't, says Green Arrow. But we're going to save him. Come on, Speedy. Justice is one thing, but what passes for it in these times is something else. In the final pile of page 10, we see them running towards the castle. We can see Robin up in the battlements, bound to a beam, right enough. Speedy says, The drawbridge is up. How can we get across? You ought to know by now, says Green Arrow. And up in the battlements, looking down, Robin sees them and says, Go back, brave friends. You cannot storm this stronghold of treachery. In the first panel of page 11, we see Guy of Gisborne and the Sheriff of Nottingham looking down. Guy says, Oh, fools, had you returned for the trial, we would have cast you into the dungeon. The Sheriff, looking very rotund, and look at, look at that. I want you to slap the Sheriff. You can, because look at his double chins and his big hat. He's really annoying. The Sheriff says, With Robin Hood dead, our vassals will be good slaves once more. The next panel is a cracker, very iconic. The caption reads, the green arrow whips an arrow line to his bow. We see him and Roy standing, posing perfectly, taking a bead. Green arrow says, You've got a surprise coming, rats. 
I'll teach you manners, says Roy. Catch for the next panel reads. Speedy's arrow distracts the attention of Sir Guy and the Sheriff from the arrow line that thuds into the upright beam. Yes, Speedy's arrow indeed flies in and takes the Sheriff's heart clear off his head. Guy and the Sheriff look astonished. Robin looks kind of chill with it though, as Ollie's arrow thuds into the, the beam above his head. The caption for the next panel reads, Across the moat swoops the green arrow. We see Oliver swinging on his line again. He's doing a lot of swinging and as he does so he's saying, Here's where the keeper of the bridge loses some bridge work. And it would appear that the keeper of the bridge has been knocked out in the next panel. There's a guy down on the ground rubbing his head in front of the chains that operate the bridge and he's rubbing his head saying, The arrow of doom is struck. Now to let down the bridge, says Green Arrow. In the next panel is a tiny narrative jump as Green Arrow has run up to the bafflements. Robin sees him and says, Valiant Rescuer, cut me free that I may fight beside you. To which Green Arrow says, Sure, pal, and fires an arrow that severs Robin's bonds. Guy of Gisborne cries, Slay him. In the next panel, we see that one of the guards attempts to fire an arrow at Green Arrow, but too quickly for that, Green Arrow has shot an arrow, <laughs> for one of a better way of putting it, into the bow of the guy that's attacking him, and it shatters Gosh, Green Arrow saying, if you can't shoot straighter than that, you're better off without a ball. While he does this, Robin grabs one of the other guards from behind round the neck saying, and I shall be better off with this one, as he takes the bow out of the guy's hand. Superb. The final panel of page 11. Guy of Gisborne has taken a swing at Green Arrow with his sword. But Green Arrow reaches forward, inexplicably, <coughs> grabs his arm and prevents him from stabbing him. Gosh, Green Arrow says, just to make sure you won't cut yourself, I'll have thy gizzard valet. Oh, will I? No, you won't, because Ollie's just stopped you. We arrive at the top of page 12. Caption for the first panel reads, Speedy arrives in the nick of time. Yes, the nick of time indeed, because behind Green Arrow's back, one of the other guards is about to stab him with a spear. But thankfully, in the nick of time indeed, Roy fires an arrow which shatters the shaft of the spear. The bad guy is in the process of saying, Thy time has come. Huh! And he exclaims because the arrow has struck his spear, breaking it half as Speedy says, No fair. Stabbing in the back. Caption for panel two reads, And behind the small warrior comes a pair whose appearance inspires instant terror. Yes, it's the arrival of Little John and Friar Tuck, both bearing long wooden sticks or shafts, or whatever you want to call them. Little John having to duck to get through the doorway. So Amazing. he is. <laughs> is saying, Nothing cheers me up like a good drubbing when I'm giving it to rogues. To which Friar Tuck then says, I know not which I prefer, fighting or preaching. Fantastic. Little John's having a great time. Look at that smile. He looks like John Lennon. We should have done him as a scouser. Right. Scouser. The next panel's fantastic. Little John brings his staff down on the head of one guard who exclaims, Ow! And Friar Tuck then says, Now, Rich, Matt, thou wilt repent of the evil deeds. And with that, he wallops another very small-looking guard in the stomach, sending him flying as the guard exclaims, Ow! Tremendous. The next panel. Speedy rushes forward to tackle the Sheriff of Nottingham, saying, Can I give you a hand, Sheriff? In fact, it looks like he's punching the Sheriff square in the stomach. Again, the Sheriff's put his hat back on, but it goes flying as the Sheriff exclaims, Oh, no more, lad! I feel quite faint! In the next panel, we see Green Arrow punching out what we hope is Guy of Gisborne, knocking him against the beam that Robin was tied to, with Green Arrow saying, Take a nap and have a nightmare! Night spelt with a K, do you see, listeners? Robin is saying, He is no true knight! And I wish you had left him for me to attend to. Maid Marion comes in tearfully and grabs hold of Robin, leaving Green Arrow to remark, Looks like you have someone else to pay attention to. Tearful Marion is saying, Oh, Robin, if they had slain you! Which Robin says, 
When I am slain, it will be because I have lost my friends. Next panel, we see that Friar Tuck is standing with the parents of the boy who had been killed earlier on. Friar Tuck says, These good friends have something to tell thee. And the father of the boy says, "'Twas the guy and not Robin Hood who slew our son. And his mum says, He swore to kill our other son unless we accused Robin. We arrive now then, listeners, at the top of page 13. A reassured Green Arrow is saying, I should have known better than to take Guy's word. Which Robin says, Blame not thyself. He is a smooth liar, and thy heroism has more than corrected my mistake. Speedy, a delighted Speedy, says, Am I glad? Green Arrow continues in the next panel, saying, Sir Guy shall answer for his crime, and the Sheriff of Nottingham too. Where are they? No sign, Friar Tuck says. They have fled. I told them we were about to release the vessels Sir Guy had thrown in the dungeons. And indeed, the next panel, we see Sir Guy and the sheriff on a couple of horses, scooting off into the distance, throwing up clouds of dust, they're escaping. The friar looks quite happy about this, actually. He smiles, gestures towards it all and says, See, they flee on the swiftest horses. I warrant it will be a long time before they return to Sherwood Forest. The caption for the next panel then reads, The next moment is a proud one for the crime crushers. And we see everyone celebrating. We see Robin Hood lifting Speedy and Green Arrow's hands and lifting them up into the air, cheering. And Robin is saying, A cheer for our new champions. May they never leave our merry company. Little John says, They're in a groove, as the lad would say. To which Friar Tuck says, Aye, there's some potatoes, to quote his quaint language. But suddenly, reads the next caption, and Roy puts a hand up to his face, saying, I I feel faint, dizzy. And Roy looks as though he's getting a little blurry. Robin leans forward in concern. It's a very surprised-looking little John cries, Behold, the lad is fading. And Green Arrow has got a bit blurry as well, and he also puts a hand up to his head, saying, Speedy, I I feel funny too. And the caption of the next panel reads, And when the spell has passed, they're both suddenly back in the kitchen at home. Leaning on the counter, Speedy says, The stuff in the time pills wore off, G.A., and we haven't any more. Why, we're home again, and you still have Robin's dagger in your hand. In the next panel, Green Arrow continues, This dagger is going to receive a place of honour in our trophy cabinet. And a smiling Speedy says, Say, G.A., it's lucky I didn't have my hand on Friar Tuck when I passed out. He'd certainly fill up our cabinet. And the final panel. We see a scroll being pinned to the trunk of a tree by an arrow that reads, In ancient forest or modern metropolis, wherever the quest of high adventure may take them, the green arrow and Speedy hit the bullseye every month in more fun comics. And I suppose that means we've reached the end. We have. We've reached the end. Well then, thoughts and observations then, Logan? Sure, all the drug references for for poor wee Speedy. He's just a wee addict from the get-go. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, you could probably write a retcon story that the... Because, like, right at the end, he's like, oh, we've not got any more. I know. Because he, he, he wanted another... I quite enjoyed that. I liked how they sort of had to get Robin and everyone on side. I liked how mm-hmm. Rob, you know, Greenard was a bit suspicious rather than yeah. immediately going straight in for hero worship. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And it was pretty cool that we got to see everyone that we'd expect, you know, a very unrevised Maid Marion who's all tears and greeting and everything going on yeah. rather than actually joining in, that might have been Aye. a bit better. Speedy's a wee grass. <laughs> Just yes, you're saying Friar that. Tuck shows up and he's like, it was us that did it, even though Speedy <laughs> did nothing. Yes. And Robin was the one who was like, let's have a scrap and yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Rob, Green Arrow, sparks him out and then Speedy's like, oh, we did it, it was us. 
Yeah, I get the sense that I think Roy's quite excited and sort of taken back by the whole thing, you mm-hmm. know, getting to meet these people in, in real life and such like. But, you know, all comes good in the end. There's some really nice dynamic shots of them all sort of firing their, their arrows and stuff and, mm-hmm. and taking place. And I'm glad that it was sort of revealed that Robin didn't kill that couple's kid. And it was quite funny, of course, that, that the sheriff and Guy got to escape. That's what you'd expect. Green Arrow would have another encounter with Robin Hood in a story, I believe, in World's Finest Comics. And Batman also encountered Robin Hood, the original Flash, met him in Wonder Woman, met a couple of times, and I believe there's an issue of Rip Hunter in the 60s, Rip Hunter Time Master, that encounters Robin Hood. So, never know, listeners, if we get stuck again, we may have to do another Robin Hood story. One of these stories might pop up. Now, the rest of the sort of DC Comics history of Robin Hood is worth mentioning. Quality Comics published six issues of Robin Hood Tales between 1955 and 1956. And then when DC Comics bought out Quality, Robin Hood Tales was one of the books that they continued. They published from issue 7 up to issue 14, and that ran between 1956 and 1958. And interestingly, concurrently with the publication of Robin Hood Tales, Robin Hood also appeared in quite a few issues of Brave and the Bold. In fact, he appeared between issues 5 and 15, published between 1956 and 1957. And I'm sure most of our listeners will know that quite a few of these Robin Hood stories from Robin Hood Tales and Brave and the Bold were reprinted in some issues of DC Special, 1976. Robin and the Three Musketeers were co-headliners between issues 22 and 25. And because I've got those issues, I'm going to post them in the socials this week to help pad things out a bit. Logan, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Will you come back and help us out next week? Yeah, I will come and help you next week. Awesome. Now, after trying to remember all the stuff that Peter says at this point, listeners, Peter will hopefully be back with us the next couple of weeks. We did speak to him briefly today and he said he managed to get to the shops without collapsing in a fit of coughing like he did the other day. So, he's on the mend. Listeners, what did you think of the story? What's your favourite version of Robin Hood? You could write to us. It's the Earth 2 podcast at gmail.com. Remember, it's the number two in all our socials. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at the Earth 2 podcast. On Twitter, we are podcast underscore Earth 2. If you're feeling generous, you can go to wherever it is you receive your podcast and write us a review. You can go to our coffee page and send Peter a few quid so he can buy some Lemsip and he'll start to feel better soon and we can go on with our regularly scheduled episodes. So, listeners, hope you've enjoyed this one. It loosely ties into the last week's Omnibus Repeat. I've been David. I've been Logan. We'll see you soon on the Earth 2 Podcast. Transmatter Cube activated. Return coordinates set for Earth Prime. In the next panel, Roy's obviously somewhere else. We can see a dripping. Stop cracking your knuckles. Sorry, Dave. Go for it. Panel 2 is captioned. The Master Shaftsman Methods are... Let's try that again. The Master... Shaftsman. I know. Shaftsman just keeps like... (laughs) I'd love to be a master shaftsman. Chance to be a fine thing. <laughs> <Can't relax>. Right. <clears throat>